Again, for those of you who randomly joined me this morning, I hope you. <laughs> I'm not looking quite so bedraggled um, as my emergency uh, stressed out random call. Um, so, just want to say hello to uh, D Live for uh, my first ever live stream over on D Live. Um, for those of you who are joining for the first time, uh, my name is Katie Woodland. I'm a maverick psychologist, business coach, telex speaker, and uh, wrestling author. But I have kind of put lots of things on hold to support the whole digital soldiers um, army um, and help get information out there. Um, so each video is kind of covering something specific and I wanted to go into today the woke legacy. Now it's really interesting um, just how much um, we've been manipulated and uh, and obviously there are the three brainwashing videos as well so there's already the three like targeted brainwashing videos but we're getting, this is kind of more subtle um and for those of you who um are sending me messages just so you know social media platforms a lot not let me see your messages occasionally i see them coming through from periscope but if you're joining me on facebook i can't see it if you're joining me on youtube i can't see it they disabled my live chat actually youtube have disabled my live chat um so do leave me a comment do leave me a message and i i go around social media afterwards to say hello um but for those of you who have been leaving me messages i'm sorry i missed them but i, I do go back around and check them um but so this is kind of more of a, a covert um brain and uh behavior manipulation that's been happening behind the scenes and so just to give you a bit of background, I have already been quite um, outspoken with regards to young people um, being transgender. Hello, I can see Blippi Blue from Tampa, Florida. Thank you. Um, so I've already been quite outspoken about um, trans young people um, deciding their gender. And what I'm going to, uh, and I know that God, poor, poor J.K. Rowling got a huge swathe of of just crap um for her opinion um but what i'm going to do is i'm going to share with you why um i have been getting increasingly annoyed with the psychological community because they are being negligent in allowing this to get to where it is so for many years i've been um kind of against what's been happening um and spoken quite frequently um about it and i was going to share with you uh, one of my radio interviews um where i was on the radio with bbc shropshire a few years ago saying that what was happening in schools was children were being taught that to be uh the children are being taught that the person in authority tells them and they just believe it. However, um, my computer has still got to go for a re repair. We're still on the laptop and I know that the sound is terrible. Um, so I'm going to write myself a note um, and I will share the link with you all. Um, BBC Radio, if it's not come down, I don't know. They were blocking on my website the other day. Um, so if you find all this useful, please do make sure you share it because nobody's seeing it because social media hate me. But I'm still here, so that's okay. I'm still here. Um, and before we move on just quickly, I want to say thank you to all of the digital soldiers, all of the Q people who Tucker calls them. I love Tucker. All of the Q people who have been working behind the scenes, sharing information, and who have just 
been strangleholded. Um, we are all grateful to all of the work you've done and um, I would never have um, had my eyes open if you guys hadn't have put your um, reputations on the line. So thank you for leading the way. And I hope that we can all, all of our little, all of the little anons can kind of do you justice um, and help support and share the message um, that you started putting out there. Um, so again, we've got a Google Drive. And now if you click the Google Drive, you go to everything I've compiled. Somebody asked me about the mind map the other day. Um, I stopped using it because people couldn't access it, but actually it's been scrubbed. So, um, and I don't know whether it's just been scrubbed from me to access it, um, but there was a full mind map with loads of information and all that information has now been lost. Thanks internet. Um, so I don't know if you guys can open it, um, do let me know. Um, but I, if not linked it onto this one, it's one of the earlier videos, but I can't I can't even open it or access it. And it, it was my mind map. So I'm gonna, um, dig into that as much as possible because i want to get it all transferred over but yeah if you can open it do let me know because as far as i'm aware it's been scrubbed from the internet who knows okay so when you hit the google drive uh, let me let me let's do some show and tell show and tell um so when you hit the google drive you get all of the stuff with the last few videos the ones that are here you'll see like ebola patent <laughs> coronavirus patent um this is a really important, uh, this is the audio version of a three hour Illuminati documentary. Uh, well, it's a secret recording um, where they're talking about their plans. It's really powerful to watch. Now I took out the, uh, what did I do? I, I took out the um, audio when I was listening it in my ears as a podcast, but there is a video version as well. Um, but each of these little folders should align up with one of the videos. So this is kind of the, the way I'm doing it. Now inside the folders is you also get lots of other information that I've compiled and collected um, to get you started. Now today, I haven't got that. You've literally just got a few things that are my things, um, simply because that's what I'm focusing on, but it will give you enough information to benchmark so this is and um, this is me talking about the things that i do for a living um so uh i haven't had to go across the internet these are actually like things that um people uh this 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 um 17 page document you get my clients get um so i'm giving you guys that because that's going to be important so, so um everything else is compiled as a as a starting point so do remember um i try to give you a broad broad bit of information as a starting point and then you can go off and do your own journey um anybody who talks about QAnon being a cult just doesn't understand it's not about that it's about you finding information, you sharing information and, and, and allowing other people to, to figure out what they believe, what they don't believe. Um, so we're going to go into those. Ooh, there we go. Uh, we're going to go into things. Um, we're going to go into some more psychological theory that has been around for some of them have been around for almost a hundred and a 50 years okay um and these were gold standard theories they still are gold standard theories um but they've been warped ignored and sent to the bottom of the pile as they the, the woke have kind of made stuff up um so you've probably heard of a few of them but you probably don't really understand it and haven't thought about it in the way uh, of why it matters to what they're doing um 
so 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 before we dive in so we're going to start with um understanding um uh, parenting styles now even if you're not a parent <laughs> and if you've got no kids and um, this matters so parenting styles is simply the way in which you are treated um by a caregiver okay so we've got to remember that very over the last 20 30 years uh well from the 1950s onwards children were no longer being raised at home they were because you know mum and dad had to both start going to work so we started giving children to the state to raise um in about the end of the 1950s 1960s um so they are the care giver we have to remember that when we talk about parenting styles and this is one of the warps um is it, it it's not necessarily about parenting it's about who the um behavior which is being used to support children through their developmental stages and we're going to talk about developmental stages next so these really really link together um and so before i became uh, and and um really embraced my maverick psychology title all the way through learning psychology and all the way through my training i really really aligned with um heavily with developmental theory because it makes sense to the real world i mean i, I like and i i get social um psychology and all of those other things play into it um but so this is my bias and this is important you guys understand this is a hundred percent my bias my full psychological understanding and grounding was was heavily entrenched in developmental theory because it it just makes sense when you know people um this is the benchmark and i think this is why developmental psychology um kind of got I genuinely believe the reason why developmental psychology got thrown to the bottom of the pile is because then people would figure out what was going on. Um, this is why this is really important. So parenting styles is that what it's called actually applies to anyone who's a caregiver. Um, so, you know, your grandparents, but obviously most importantly, it's the state. The state are the caregivers for most of our children. Um, so over here in the UK, um, you get free childcare um, up to so many hours um, at a certain age to encourage mums to get out of the home and go back to work. Like that's the huge thing. That's why you get free childcare. It's because they want your child. So remember that the state needs control. The earlier somebody influences a child, the more embedded they'll be. This is this um and pre the Conservative government. So um there used to be something called Sure Start, which was the Labour uh, Labour kind of set it up and it was Sure Start and that's where you used to take your children. So this isn't just a conservative thing. This is why you guys need to get out of the left right uh the baddies are working together and the left right stuff is just a complete it's fallacy it's not true um it's good and bad so the bad people want your kids um for lots of nefarious reasons but obviously because the whole plan was to get to them where we are today and everybody's being controlled and everybody's brainwashed um but the key thing to remember is that labor had sure start the conservatives shut that down and then they started giving nurseries the power so it's the same thing it's the same thing genuinely the same thing um so uh sure start so for the last 25 years uh the state has been raising our children so when you hold that in mind with what we're about to talk about 
that helps you understand why so many young people genuinely believe the world is going to explode in two years unless we stop climate change genuinely believe right now they're all going to die of covid even though they're in the 99.9 percent .9 recovery if they even get it in the first place like if they show any symptoms genuinely believe um that adults have destroyed the earth um considering we've actually been pretty we've been looking after it quite a lot and now when i was at school they tried to tell us the earth was imploding um but we had enough um it was too early it was too early when i was at school um and it just kind of didn't stick so they had to kind of go back to the drawing board and they tried again so so when you think of um greta thunberg um and she she may be autistic um i don't know whether she is or she isn't and there's an autistic floating around i haven't looked into her so i'm not going to say one way or the other um but regardless of that she's a 16 year old child who has been indoctrinated by her parents and the state that the world is going to explode so no wonder she's kind of um obsessed with this thing like why would you get up why would you get up in the morning and go to school if you think what's the point like uh i mean i wouldn't uh i know it's i know it's not true so that's why i well you know i'd quite like to stay in bed anyway um so uh i'm going to turn my diffuser off as well just in case that's interfering sorry guys so parenting styles came out in the 1960s um and there's four different parenting styles three of which um, will cause your child harm. Now, actually, I wrote an article for the Huffington, so I used to be, <laughs> used to be a Huffington Post contributor. I don't think I am anymore. And I'm not sure whether they've scrubbed me or not. Um, but there's quite a few parenting, parenting articles on Huffington Post. If you do Huffington Post and Katie Woodland, I don't know. When I tried to search for me the other day, I can't find anything. Um, so that talks about parenting styles as well. Um, so there's four, three of which are gonna cause your children harm. Like this is just, there's no ifs, no buts. That's the that's a given. Um, there's only one which is beneficial and that's this one, authoritative parenting. Now, we have to be really, really careful about fake science. So this was set in the 1960s. Uh, it was tested over and over and over again, loads of different countries, loads of different people tested it and it became the standard. In the last 10 to 15 years, there's now a three parenting style, there's a five parenting style, there's a seven parenting style, um, where people have had to kind of stamp their name on it. They're, ignore those, ignore those. They, they are warped, they are, it just, just, just go to, um, yes, there is, sometimes you learn more, sometimes you do learn more, um, but when it comes to understanding human behavior early uh by the 80s we really understood it now for those of you who've kind of been on the q and on journey for a little while you will understand what i'm about to say next the reason why i say by the 1980s we really understood it is because of operation paperclip um as you'll see in a minute some of these behavioral studies were happening around the time of the world war uh world war ii um so 
and they were highly unethical in the way that they tested these things. So if you are now going to take a study based on, and this is not me saying we need to be unethical in the way that we we understand human behavior, but in order for developmental psychology and behavioral psychology to come about, they would torture individuals, um, they would do horrific things to people to understand how to manipulate them. Okay, so anybody who's doing it in an ethical sense is not activating the, the true fear, uh, the true automatic fear response, um, which we don't want them to. That's, I mean, other than that's what the government is doing right now. I'm not saying that's what we go out and do, but just, just be mindful the ethical standards we have today were not around. They weren't around. The original behavioral studies, they, if you want to dig in and you want to find out more, um, if you look at uh, the MK Ultra stuff um, and, and um, what they do to force um, dissociative identity disorder, what they were doing as part of that study, all of that will have been catalogued and perfected over time, right? Perfected over time. Also, legitimately, out of all of that became a lot of this information. So <laughs> what they're saying, because um, they had to share it. So this is the thing. They have to share it um, as wide as they can so that they can share it with other bodies across the world. Um, I can tell you that when I figured, when I twigged, that's, the way that I help people heal is based on human torture. I, I literally I threw up in my mouth and I couldn't function for a good 48 hours. I couldn't. Um, and then I had to kind of reset myself because actually I'm helping he people heal from the stuff they've done. But just understand the new stuff is just people making a name for themselves. So there's four, four, only four. Um, so authoritative parenting is how you want to be okay so the first type of parenting style caregiver style it is really really bad is authoritarian and disciplinarian so this is communist state that's what this is um this is um you cannot do anything unless you are told you have no freedoms no rights no free will you are exactly what we tell you you are and you can shut up and put up okay now this leads to rebellion always leads to rebellion at some point people snap <laughs> always um, for a very long time it will kind of um completely destroy the child like no self-belief no self-worth all of those things they they often will struggle to develop what's known as an internal locus control which is that like you um having control of your own actions so you have an external locus of control i.e you can't think so if you look at um uh groups like antifa um and you start thinking about how on earth do they think these things well it's because that's what they've been told over and over and over and over and over and over again like they've never been taught to think if you haven't been taught critical thinking skills you then don't have them um but so authoritarian or disciplinarian parenting is just um and i've put here like kind of think seen and not heard very victorian um ruled with an iron fist but if you look at all of the communist regimes eventually um 
people will just rebel and it ends up in civil war if you're going to apply it to to general population okay so that's kind of coming um and this is this is what will be going through the minds of the generations who believe the adults are are just terrible human beings is the reason why they are so happy to to fight and to kill and all of those things is because they they feel like they have to like they genuinely feel like they have to um i mean they're all uh you know brainwashed is is a nice way to say it but it's they they are have been created um into be um mind numbing uh, action takers with no thought like they just don't have a clue and it's 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 heartbreaking um so the next bad one is and this is not in order this is just alphabetical so don't think one's worse than the other all three are terrible well okay so one is worse um technically but they all end up badly by the one <laughs> that makes sense um so permissive or indulgent parenting so this is when you just give kids free reign and this is what has been happening in so many families okay so this is being loving and nurturing but never disciplining never telling children what they are never i you're a girl or you're a boy never telling children um anything uh, and allowing a child to make its own decisions children can't make uh, their own decisions unless they have been taught critical thinking skills which only come from understanding reality you have to know what is a girl and what is a boy to then decide whether you are a girl or a boy it, you, do, do, <sighs> and when it comes to gender you'll see in a minute when it comes to gender um, it used to be diagnosed as body dysmorphia um, and gender dysmorphia. So it used to be recognised as a mental illness because how, how can you say you are not that gender when you've never been another gender? So I can't say I don't feel like a girl because I've never been a boy. Does that kind of make sense? Um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But this, this, this is the damage of the last twenty years. This is the woke. So we had the authoritarian. We had um, all of that other stuff, and then now we've just gone. Everybody can do whatever they want. You can be whatever age you want as part of age fluidity. That's not true. You are your chronological age, and you may have a developmental age, a social age, or a, um, a behavioural age. But you are. I mean, I, I don't, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be a six-year-old boy. That's just not true. That's, and, and when you don't have real things to base your reality on, you only ever have a warped perception of the world. And when you have a warped perception of the world, you are mentally unwell. Like, that's, that's the fact. If you have a warped perception of reality, you are mentally unstable. Um, and that doesn't mean necessarily... You know, sorry, that's the posty. <laughs> My dog's going nuts. It doesn't mean you are broken forever. It doesn't mean anything like that. But it just means in that you, if, if you have a warped perception, then you aren't well. Um, so the problem is that they never learn to respect authority. Never learn um, to um, listen to outside forces especially outside forces which have a different opinion 
So again, you think back to Antifa, um, and I'm just going to use Antifa because it's the only kind of one um, that's in my head right now. But if you think to all of them, like they can not understand um, a, a different point of view. You know, you can show them, show them evidence, um, and they tell you it's a con and it's a lie, right? Um, this type of parenting breeds psychopaths. Narcissists, um, identity confusion is down there, oppositional defiance disorder, conduct disorder. Um, so this is criminality. This is what it breeds. It breeds criminality. Um, because at no point somebody said no. It's really that's that's what this one ends up a lot like. Um, and then with the last bad one is uninvolved or neglectful parenting. Now this is just like no love, no kindness, no discipline, no nothing. The child just doesn't exist um, in their eyes. Um, and kids tend to, so they will have uh, really excessive behaviours um, very, very early on. So, you know, you get kids that are climbing the walls just for a bit of attention because they don't get it, um, which is very different to children um, and teenagers and young adults who are happy to go out there, cause riots, murder people, um, and not thinking anything of anybody who can go out there and murder somebody um, and have no emotion, emotional attachment to that event, has no empathy, which is a psychopath. Uh, it, it gets it gets really messy. I don't want to get um too messy for you but just understand like they, they they haven't had those opportunities to to develop those skills because we haven't uh, looked after the children when we needed to um but so so neglectful parenting is just like pff, right off right now schools do this as well when they so if your parents are neglecting you and if you go to school and you're expelled then you go somewhere else to find um find love and attention and again so you often you know you may get kids going to gangs um so all of these have uh, unintended unintended negative consequences and there is a lot of crossover with where you end up it's not a, it's not a written rule that if you're neglected you will end up in a gang um but just uh, collectively that's where those three kind of trajectory wise so it's cool it, we do that there's something stuck in my jumper um so it's risk factors and probable outcomes um but just so you're aware of those so the the where we want to be is um authoritative okay so that is nurturing supporting and loving and disciplining most importantly there's a clear defined set of rules expectations are there i.e we expect our children to do the best they can and actually do the best they can, um, but not get upset if they're not amazing. Um, but consequences are always clear, concise, and applied to the entire family unit. So in a school, to the, across the board and balanced fairly, i.e. Um, not one child gets singled out for doing bad things and other children get um, let, let, let off. And that's what happens in school all the time. So it happens in homes quite a lot as well. But in schools, um, there will be certain children that teachers don't like that they pick on. Um, I was picked on by lots of teachers, so I know that. So it, 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 it happens. Um, and when I say picked on, I mean like some of it was, you know, real abuse. Um, 
so some teachers do and I says not all teachers it's not all parents it's not all teachers um but we've got to remember that the, the government the state are the people who created the curriculum so even if you're a really really good teacher um some of the ways that you've been teaching um and i regularly have arguments with teachers about some of the teaching methods they are not based in psychological understanding of how children think and learn they're just not really not it's just complete bullshit i.e learning styles has never been proven as a psychological theory ever ever um that's a story for another day um anyway so you're honest you're loving and you're appropriate and appropriateness is important um again so you get um some teachers who will behave like they're friends of the of the pupils um and that can lead to highly inappropriate behaviors um but you know teachers are the authority figure and should be treated with respect but they should also teach the young people and children respect based on their age um we've got like if if you do that i mean it's not actually it's not hard to do this when you understand how it really isn't hard and i've been banging on for years is this is what we should be teaching in school we should be teaching young people how to raise happy adults that's what a child is a child eventually will be an adult you have to raise happy adults <laughs> that's what you're trying to do uh, you make you know you're stopping them from harming themselves enough that you can shove them outside of the home but also we should be taught how to look after ourselves like this the one generation a huge generation need to learn both and every other generation just need to learn how to look after have to look after children so remember the school system changed we stopped teaching people how to look after children we forced them out of the home and then the state took control do you see how um we've been manipulated and i know it's the same across lots of western societies um that's the manipulation it's taken decades because you know this is a centuries old plan you know they, they weren't in any rush they weren't in any rush we were um so that's the important thing with regards to who is looking after the children um, and we were all children once once upon a time ago um so there's more information in there about um operant conditioning and um classical conditioning and those two conditioning theories are early 1900s based on something in the late 1800s so this is pre i think some of it um I'm pretty sure that Skinner, I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm hoping he's dead by now. Um, so Skinner was 1989. No, Skinner was, let me, 1938, sorry. Um, just double check, 1938, we know what was going on in 1938 is like we're getting close to the beginning of World War II. Um, and he is talking about uh operant conditioning um but so this is that's based on thorndike's 1898 yes um and pavlov was um 1890s um, yeah, so Skinner's 1938. So these these guys weren't ethical in the way. And I've heard stories about what really happened with Pavlov and his dogs. And he abused his dogs to figure out whether it'd work or not. Right. Um, 
and then Skinner. We know that our governments were still, I mean, they're still doing it now, let's be honest, with Tetra Projects and Project Pandora and COVID, it's like it's still testing on us now, we're still being tested on. Um, but they were relentless back then um, with, you know, uh, prisoners, with um, people in asylum. So they had access to people who had no, um, no one looking out for them uh, people in in workhouses all of those things were happening um, and yes they were test uh, and so they would test on populations they they didn't like so you know there was the eugenicist movement but also people were quite happy for uh germany to to uh, nazis to take over in germany and 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 be against the jewish population and in other countries they were against other religions so we need to get out of the the obsession with just um uh black individuals were slaves and tested on actually uh, they were testing on all of us um, for different things um and um, I had a conversation with uh, somebody earlier today, um, particularly when you're talking about um, oppression <laughs> to, to a, a, a white British person. Uh, I, we have been so invaded like, for thousands of years. Um, just let's stop the division um there are bad people and good people all good people regardless of age race gender faith whatever you want to do should all be on the same side you should be going into the things that you're going into with your eyes open okay um yeah so there's conditioning in there and that's the way that you manipulate somebody's behavior um you reward people for doing well and you punish them um, when they're not doing what you want right so when you look at society you get a pay rise you get holidays for doing well over here in the uk um, in school they started giving everybody bloody achievements like you get a you get a cup for effort whether you get an a b c d or e you get a cup for turning up or a um it, that's because that's what works to um get people to do what you want them to do that's why we use reward charts when you've got unruly kids it's important it works um but actually they've been doing it to the entire um country anyway anyway oh sorry so hold on to the understanding the parenting styles while we dive into developmental stages like this is important oh can i scroll up okay um so there's two little infographics um so from zero to one children need to learn trust versus mistrust so this is from ericsson's um developmental stages and this is um early 60s as well and this was the gold standard of understanding how we develop and how we um age okay and i learned that i was still this is what is still taught or was still taught um, when I was at university. So there hasn't been anything that's kind of overtaken this. There's been like mild adaptions where people have like kind of juggled around with um, the, the ages and adapted things. And he's adapted it over, over the last, oh, he's passed away now, um, but he adapted it and updated it um, in the early nineties, I think. Um, but, 
again this is this is it this is this and, and when when i read it out and go through it it will make sense to you if you've ever if you've ever had kids or you know kids or you were a child which i'm sure you probably were at some point think back to what was going on in your own life experience and you will understand why this is true um, and why this is being buried because fucking naughty the lot of them disgusting okay so if we support our child successfully between those two ages they will develop hope now hope is different to faith i love i love the word hope um, but we have to remember hope is not a guarantee hope is like mm, hope it's going to work out the way that i want i'm going to keep trying and eventually it'll work out okay so they have to this is really important that they learn to trust the caregiver will meet their needs so that they can extrapolate that out and actually start to um, venture out and experience the world. So a well-rounded toddler is a freaking nightmare because they are fully autonomous and then we rein it in. But if if you don't um, tend to your child, are you when they're crying, um, when they need feeding, when their napping needs changing, is they don't learn to trust that the world is safe. They don't learn to trust you um, and they don't learn to trust that the world is safe. Now, most parents in the uk tend to yeah, most i say most, probably most mums in the uk do tend to be at home until they're about one um so but if you're a mum who's struggled with something like postnatal depression or you've got three kids under that age or you know there's lots of different ways things can go a little bit awry um just know that if, if you're sat there listening to this and going oh my god my kids are nuts it's not a write-off you can change it like if you just start adopting the, um, the the good parenting style, the authoritative parenting style, you can shift all this and you can move them through the stages. So you cannot skip a stage. You can't skip a stage, but if you've missed one, um, you get stuck. So you kind of get you don't you kind of get stuck there, and you you will continue to chronologically age. But developmentally you're behind so this is why people have different developmental ages um is because they got stuck at some point in development um so you just have to kind of support them back through it and the way you do it obviously depends on their age um so yeah so that's really important that's the first time they start to trust that the world is safe once they hit two to three um this is where they're they're testing like you know i'm the king of the world okay this is why if you have a toddler <laughs> and, and you tell them no i.e they're opening a cupboard and you say no and you say no and you say no eventually they get it for that one cupboard then you have to do it for every other cupboard every other drawer every other cushion that they throw off like they they learn quickly that that one i'm not allowed to touch but what about this one what up you know what about this fire what about running in front of this road like they haven't learned and they don't learn and we don't learn this skill until uh, quite a bit later to take one thing and extrapolate it out across the rest of the things that are also similar situations they just know this 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 okay so if you successfully support them in this area they get free will okay this is how early on the free will starts um if you don't do it right um they will not develop um a really solid foundation for an internal locus of control and instead they will have a massive over reliance on other people to tell them what to do 
Now, age two to three, most children, uh, particularly in the UK, are in schools. The school system now doesn't give children an opportunity to do this. You have to sit down, you have to listen to the teacher, you might get to run around for a little bit, but what happens between ages two and three in school doesn't really support this happening. Doesn't really support this happening. Now, for, I'm sure it's age two where you start to get the 30, uh, 30 hours free, right? So if you've stayed at home for you know, zero to one and zero to two, by age two, the UK government is encouraging you to give your kids up. So they feel they trust you, but now we need to stop them from having free will. Okay, do you see why they've buried this deeply? Um, this is how quickly, this is how quickly, um, no, sorry, this is how early on our brains start working. It's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit added on, added on, added on, okay? So when we get to age four and six, um, they start developing um, initiative, so they now start to understand that if I've done this in one setting, I'm allowed to do it in the other setting. And also, if I've not been allowed to do it in this setting, I'm not allowed to do it in the other setting. And they also start to understand guilt. So up until this point, children don't have empathy, right? They, they don't have they don't have any morals. Um, they understand that you're upset. And if they bite you, you might shout and that will make them feel sad, but they kind of don't realize that it's their fault um, and they don't really care. Like not in a bad way. So you've got to remember this is this is all um, just development. It's not that your kid hates you. Um, they're biting because they want attention and you're paying attention to it. Um, sorry, my chair's squeaking again. Um, so it's just habit, it's habit. If you allow a child to bite you, they will keep biting you if that's what you attend to. So they, they are hardwired, we are hardwired to survive and they are in straight survival mode. Um, so they're starting to feel guilty about the things that they do that upset other people. So that is triggered into our stress response. So guilt um, is, is a stress emotion. Anger is a stress emotion, um, frustration is a stress emotion. All of those are tied up in the automatic freeze, fight, and freeze, flight, fight. And we always say fight, flight, or freeze, but it doesn't work that way around. We all freeze, then we run away, and then we fight back. And that might happen in a matter of seconds. It's not necessarily we all kind of go through that like physical thing. It might happen in a matter of seconds, and it also might happen over a space of years. So if you think about somebody who has been in a uh, domestic violence, so a, a, a woman or a man who's been in a domestic relationship, is usually stuck in freeze for a very long time. And then they run. Like it may take them 10 years, it may take them 30 years because they, they're so frozen in that moment in survival. Um, so, but it always goes that way around. So you may freeze for a second, you have shock, um, and then you, instead of run you know so you might just you will go through it even though you don't realize it's happening so this is the first time kids start to feel guilt they start to their stress response is starting to be triggered up until this point they are fearless 
um, you know, kids are fricking nuts. Um, and, and they're built that way so that they can survive um, because they need attention. They need attention, so they need to be crazy. Um, and now they start kind of getting some kind of self-control if they're supported, okay? Um, seven to 12, industry versus inferiority, um, and they get competent competence um so just want to kind of bib in here with regards to uh when do children and uh, develop anxiety disorders and all of those kind of mental illnesses technically unless it's a neurological uh, a neurodevelopmental disorder i.e um dyslexia dyscalculia um, autism or adhd it, which should be present from birth because it's where the white the way the brain is wired uh, you can you can adapt it and, and move it all over the place like we can rewire a brain at any point um, just just know that um, but anything after that doesn't really kind of kick in until the child has really turned on the stress response um, so it's very unlikely for anyone to develop clinical anxiety before the age seven because it's only just kind of started and we're all testing it and it's also why most phobias um, occur around age seven is because it's on and it's on now also between ages six and seven is when our brain wave states change um, if you want to know about those that is all in um the brain wave stuff done so that's important so up until this point um kids are just like flying around and everything's coming in your head and you're just absorbing everything this is why they say like kids kids brains like sponges is everything kind of comes in with that filter um then we kind of slip into semi-filtered and then we just kind of like shut everything down and we run our adult selves based on a lot of our child programming it's really i'm not i've got no idea how the human race has survived this long like it's just it's just crazy okay so it's seven to twelve this is when they're kind of like um this is where they'll start to develop morality and again that doesn't really kick in until nine or ten so um and i have to just just say here uh, i don't agree with children of the age 10 being charged with murder I do not, it does not make psychological sense at all whatsoever. It does not follow any psychological theory. Um, a child at the age of 10, particularly a child who's been in an, in an abusive home, because um, children who aren't in abusive homes don't tend to go murder people, let's be honest, um, they will have skipped these stages. Like, or they have been badly, man like we've... <laughs> that's that's not right kids off and throw them in prison for their entire lives um anyway that's another story so <clears throat> they need to start learning about how they are useful what they can do um and start owning who they are now if they don't develop the the, the competence i.e they they they're kind of good at school, they're learning spellings and doing all right, and, and they're building some friendships, um, then they will um, develop low self-worth, low self-esteem, and low self-love. Now, this is really important around this age, and it, it drives me crackers that people don't know this. Until the age of 12, we are building up, building up all of those things, right? Then we hit the age of 12, and I say 12, it's puberty. As soon as puberty hits, our physiological and chemical structure shifts 
And what happens is we lose all of the confidence we had as kids. Like this is when the, the brainwave patterns shift, our physiological structure shifts. Um, also, our, the chemicals we're running on shift. It's like you hit puberty and somebody sucks all the love and, and fun and excitement out of you. Like that's, that's what happens in puberty. And your brain starts chopping bits off left, right and center because it doesn't think you need them. Like puberty is a huge, huge key part of our existence and we shove kids in a freaking box and ram shit down their throat no wonder they're all trying to they're all confused anyway so our self-worth um self-esteem and all of that just disappears around this age anyway we have to rebuild it we have to go through the same process we've just done from zero to, to 12 we do all the way again until we're about 25 like we do it twice um we do it from uh, the perspective of our parents telling us everything and then we do it all from the perspective of our peer group telling us everything and then once we hit like uh, mid to late 20s we actually join those things together like that's that's how we develop um and just so you know guys some of this is my own i should probably write this as a theory because some of this is my own uh that's my own stuff right don't steal it <laughs> you heard it first but that's think of it in that sense you do it first um from your parents perspective and then first from your uh, and then from your your societal perspective um and always hold on to we need attention we need to be accepted in order to survive like that's we we are driven to be accepted to a group now if you don't get what you need from your home and you're not getting it from school and you hit this age group this is where you end up in places that are potentially dangerous this is where you end up attached to fringe groups um, and believing very very scary hairy things is because nobody's given you free will nobody's enabled you to start developing critical thinking like all of that never happened and you're you, so you're not skipping uh, developmental stages. You're just getting everything all warped, all messed up, without the foundation. Um, you're literally building a, a palace on sand, like with no foundations, and the tides coming in. Like it's just a big mess. Um, so then, when we hit, oh, that was an accident. I just zoomed out. Okay, so then we go on to thirteen to nineteen. And this is why I get angry with the Tavistock um, is they should not, it is negligent. It is psychological abuse to tell a child to pick their gender before age 19. Um, it, it, is, it is torture. Um, it, the Tavistock should be done for crimes against humanity. They are changing children's genders at an age where they are supposed to be building their identity but they don't know who they are yet because they haven't explored so you can't you can't state um at that age that you genuinely understand the the, the implications of the choices you make now I want you as an adult who's watching this um, and all of my videos are only available to, to adults um, because I slip the F word out quite a lot. Um, I want you to think as an adult, when you were a teenager and you had an argument with a friend, your whole world 
imploded right you didn't want to go to school you didn't want to get out of bed um everybody hates you the world's over what's the point in going to school like that is how they think and you are going to tell that person they can decide whether they're a girl or boy when you haven't helped them understand what girls and boys are right so it doesn't matter what what gender you are you can still be a firefighter you can still be a psychologist you can still be a nurse like that has got nothing to do with um your biological makeup it's it it is the reason why there are so many children who've got no idea what gender they are is because we're not teaching them gender has nothing to do with who you are as an individual it's just your biological and people will say well that's just sex it isn't just sex it is who you are this is really important if somebody is telling you to your very core is not who you are how the fuck is that going to end up well like do you do you understand how psychologically damaging and then physiologically damaging that is when you go and completely destroy the way that you were built that is it's they it is truly disturbing and disgusting and this is why i get i i get told off um why lots of psychologists won't talk to me and i don't care you are committing crimes you are committing crimes it is a crime to tell someone that they are not who they are like it's it, okay so this is this again this was like a long time ago we knew this was really important stage of development identity or they get role confusion. Now, role confusion and identity is identity, like they don't know who they are, they don't know what gender they are, they don't know whether you're, they're coming or going. Uh, and, and again, um, people will say that um, it, it's normal and it's natural to, it is normal and natural to um, be attracted to both genders around this age. Um, or so not saying everybody is but it, that's um something which happens because you don't know where you fit in right um and this is why for those of you who've been to university there is such a thing as uh, there's a very common phrase which is gay until graduation because those individuals aren't actually um homosexual they just exploring and having fun and enjoying themselves but actually when it comes down to it is they they really like guys uh, if they're a girl or they're a, girl, a guy and they really like girls like so it, so lots of stuff happens right anyway um we as a society have forced the confusion like i am i believe wholeheartedly you can do whatever you want with your body you can do whatever you want with another consenting individual who's an adult let's be honest it's an adult consent children can't consent do whatever you want as long as you're not harming somebody else but not teaching children and not teaching teenagers these fundamental principles of humanity 
is negligent, it is torture, it is truly disgusting, and you should be extremely ashamed of yourself, and I can't wait till you get locked up, let's just say that, right? Um, this is what I, and then all of the pills they're being put on, um, don't get me started on pills, right? They're so dangerous. Your brain is, during puberty, your brain is supposed to be forming and you're pumping it full of freaking chemicals that are not natural chemicals. People, like over 40, 45% of our young people today are diagnosed with clinical anxiety and depression. The only thing that's shifted is the way that we're treating our children. Like, that's it. It's the way that we are supporting them to survive they're not born differently it's what we are doing to them children grow into happy adults because they are nurtured and loved by the adults and individuals and caregivers around them that's just how it happens um and for those of you who uh want to see the rest of it <laughs> um we've also got um you've got um here we go from i'm not going to go through this because this um uh isn't to okay so look okay actually i'll do this one so this is age 20 to 34 this is intimacy versus isolation and this is love so this is where gay until graduation comes in perfectly and i can guarantee you back in the 50s and 60s like, this is when homosexuality was still illegal like people were being um what was it consensual over here until you age 21 anyway people were like, very close to this um, people were being like executed for being a homosexual, right? But this is where you start to build healthy, loving, long-lasting relationships with friends, families, and partners. Um, and then you move on and you move on and you move on. So go and have a look at the rest of them. But for anybody who's not heard these things, uh, oh, I've got loads of people chatting. So thank you. I'm going to go through these now. I've got, um, so if you've never heard those things before, you i hope will be sat there going um but that's just common sense and it is to you it is to you because we had an opportunity to be taught the realities of life anybody who is part of the woke generation will be horrified by everything i've just said genuinely horrified um by the fact that I've said you can't pick your gender, by the fact that I've said you can't be age fluid, by the fact that I've said that unless you teach children, they don't survive, they don't think and learn. Like that, what I've shown you is the truth of how we function and the truth of how we have got to the age that we've got to with regards to thousands or hundreds of thousands of years, right? The warped woke agenda has only been rampant for the past 20 30 years now i didn't <laughs> i didn't learn psychology and i didn't become a psychologist until 2014 so i get i get a little bit <laughs> of leeway that actually um even while i was learning even while i was at university i i wrote it i i, I was saying this is all freaking wrong what we're doing now is wrong in schools um and i was a governor so for those of you who who, who want to know i was a governor in a school which has got um is one of in one of the 10% most deprived areas in the UK. So really, really um, lots and lots of low socioeconomic 
um, opportunities. Like really, really, uh, you know, the the old school world, which you'll probably get me shot, is you know, poor families, poor families, single parent homes. Um, lots of um bad parenting styles not because they don't all love their kids but just they, they it's, it's the cycle that they they got trapped in and that school was amazing and the reason why that school was amazing because the headmistress well it didn't used to be and she she kind of came in to fix it um she was phenomenal and she was older and so she grew up understanding all of this stuff and implemented it effectively in the school and the school was consistently um, and then obviously like I don't know they're having to do it now actually but back when I was a governor um, it was very unusual for a primary school to have governors in specialities of areas they need they had a finance director they had um, me as a psychologist as a governor like they genuinely wanted the input from people who were not from a teaching profession to actually support the school and so, you know, I was able to look <laughs> support their SENCO uh, to actually deliver and do psychometric assessments in the school so they didn't have to wait on camps and stuff like that. So they really upskilled all the teachers with regards to real um, understanding of how children think and learn. And they would consistently get their kids would get top like they would be in the top 14 of the entire country so this is the bottom 10 percent of of you know when we talked about risk factors at the beginning like these are the kids that are all going to end up inside these are the kids who've got no hope no idea no nothing right and they're all outstripping all of the kids from really really affluent areas because the school made up for the shortfall in in supporting children to think and learn and in fact that school um they created the new curriculum so the curriculum changed they created it embedded all of these things in it then made a shed load of money by selling it to the entire area and the birmingham area because of how how effective it was right so not everybody's bad. I want you to answer. I don't think everybody's bad. I don't think all teachers are bad, but you be, a lot of teachers are being taught the wrong information. So hopefully, if you what if you're just joining, make sure you go back to the beginning because I lead you through why we are where we are today. Um, so NJ One Spartan, I hope you're still here. Apologies. Um, so where we live, there's lots of gay parents promoting the gender change and promoting the non-bi, and they should be um, they should be arrested because that's that's um, that's like psychological abuse at psychological abuse um and if it is psychological abuse telling telling someone they are not who they are so much so that you fuck with their mind that they start to believe it is psychological abuse like there's no like wait if if, if an adult was doing that to another adult we would have them in uh we would have them in court faster than you can say lickety split that <laughs> uh, you'd have them in court you'd have them arrested you'd have them behind bars for abuse um but for some reason the the woke have decided that's exactly how you raise children that goes against everything that we have done for generations um they promote at seventh grade um that you can date a girl or a boy um and so seventh grade, that must be our, I think that's our year seven. Is it the same as our year seven? Let me just Google. At what age is seventh grade, if you're still here? Seventh grade. 
um, UX age. I think perhaps the same as our year seven. By uh, 12, yeah. Um, so year seven, year eight over here. And I think it's important that we do move away from the stigma of um, being anti um, I don't think we should be promoting in schools any type of um, specific relationship. We should be focused on healthy relationships, as in when you're when you are old enough to understand. Like not until you're ninety, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think anyone's old enough to understand a relationship properly. Um, I don't necessarily have a. I think when we're in secondary school and when we're 12, 13, when we're 13, that is when we need to understand that those options are available. Um, but they should also be preparing and helping children understand that at this age, you haven't quite decided who you are yet. This is part of the exploratory process. So don't get trapped that that's your identity. And that's so what they did before is they said that is not true you cannot do that and that's the same as telling a, a girl who's born a girl that you are not a girl so that's this that's the same kind of uh, from a different standpoint um but saying what you choose to do when you're 14 is what you're going to do for the rest of your life um that is also neglectful um and psychologically damaging and this hair is stressing me out um so helping people understand that until you're kind of, you know, mid 20s is you are actually understanding how you fit um, with regards to your peers. Just be respectful, be supportive, go in with eyes open. And if you decide that it's not for you, don't worry about it. Um, and I, I, there have been um, instances, uh, you know, so there are. Um, so it's interesting because people say, well, there's 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 um, homosexual um, activities in uh, the animal kingdom. But actually, the way that it's done in the animal kingdom is not about sex. It's not about love. And it's not about a relationship. It's about power um, and the hierarchy so using the animal kingdom kind of i don't think is a good way to to be talking about um somebody who is um into the same gender like i i, I and again i'm going to stand and say what i said before like i don't care what you do as an adult as long as you're not hurting, hurting anyone else do whatever you want with your body do whatever you want with another consenting adult um but you must give children the real honest truth with regards to how we function and, and and who we are as an individual the only thing you cannot change it you should not change and i'm going to actually i'm going to go back is you can't change if you want to grow up into being a happy healthy adult the only thing you shouldn't change is 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 what you are born like um like that's the argument for um it's insane because that's the art the argument for um being a homosexual is okay is that you're born that way so now they say well if you're born female 
then you're not right. So that, that's that's two conflicting things. How do they using those two completely conflicting arguments to promote? Like it doesn't, it just, they don't make sense. They don't make sense. Um, but a child will tell you that it wants to be a unicorn or a snake. They don't actually want to be a unicorn or a snake. They just think that sounds fun because they're a child and they don't understand consequences. They, they don't because you haven't taught them. You haven't taught them. Also, just so you know, Kitty Winks, um, I would have been pushed into um, probably if I was born now, I would have been pushed into having. Uh, well, I don't think my mom, my mom and dad would have told them where to go if they'd have tried. But I would have been I would have been vulnerable, um, and um, so I was horrifically bullied, horrifically bullied. Um, so I was a vulnerable individual who also didn't like I did not like girls I did not like hanging around with girls I thought girls were stupid um and I used to I was a proper little tomboy I used to climb trees uh if my mum had tried to get me an address I used to scream the house down um I didn't want to change who I was I just didn't want to be what I believed a girl was because they were all nasty because they bullied people because that's what I used to get on the receiving end of right. So this is how we are. We have um, when they say childlike, like we're not adults have a different understanding of the world to children, and for some reason, adults keep assuming children have the same understanding, even though nobody's ever taught them. Um, but I was never rejecting the fact that I didn't have a penis. I was rejecting the mean girls and didn't want to be like them. That doesn't mean I don't want to be a girl. Um, and I've never been a boy. How the hell will I know? Um, also, you know, there's a hell of a lot of, of young people now who are taking the Tavistock to court um, for pushing them into it. it. Completely destroyed their lives. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, if somebody has been supported and had the psychological support and therapy and all of that stuff that they need, um, and then they become an adult and they still decide, you know what, this isn't for me. We are advanced enough to support that out, support them through that. We are advanced enough. I would argue if you are not happy with who you are, then that is that that then you can't be mentally competent in order to make a decision. Like those two things don't go together. Like there was a lot of time where I was not happy with who I was as an individual. I hated, genuinely hated myself because that's all I was experiencing. Um, I, I, I'm mentally healthy now. I'm as wobbly as I was <laughs> a few years ago. Um, and I don't look in the mirror and, and hate myself. That's not because I've done, I haven't toned up. I haven't, I mean, I should, <laughs> I do <laughs> do do some exercise, but I'm just not that bothered because it's who I am now. I've hit this age. Um, and the difference is I love myself for who I am. And that's the thing that, um, transgender change as in changing your physical gender forces you to look in the mirror and hate the very core of you 
it's so wrong it's so dangerous it's so damaging um and if you're a man and you want to dress up like a woman on a friday night i don't care i don't care if you're a woman you know we dress in trousers all the time if you want to wear a skirt to work wear a skirt to work like i don't i don't i mean i don't want to wear a skirt to work half the time um then our pockets <laughs> you're missing out <laughs> but also just understand that if you are looking in the mirror and you hate yourself surgery isn't the solution because that's not the real problem the real problem is you haven't been supported through those stages if you supported through those stages successfully regardless of what you look like you'll love yourself that's the point that's why we didn't have people doing all of the crazy things they're doing now um to, to become something that they're not well the only reason you want to become something you're not is because you hate who you are so hopefully this is kind of making sense um now i again you know if you go all the way through childhood and adulthood um you know there are children and, and young people who hate themselves so much they cut off um physical parts of them it, how do we leave a child to get how do you leave a child so that they become so hateful of themselves that they butcher themselves and at what point are the police going to go and arrest the parents because that only happens when the when the child isn't supported it only happens when the child isn't supported effectively and you may not be arresting the parents because they're working non-stop and then so at what point do we arrest the teachers for feeding our children lies like th this this is where we need to be like they are psychologically abusing on mass when you think about teachers um secondary school teachers right they have what like 30 kids coming through five times a week I'm not good at maths. So one of you guys are going to have to add that up for me. Now, three, six, nine, 12, 15, 150 kids they can affect every single year with no recourse. It wasn't until this year did a lot of you parents know what was being taught. It's unfettered access. So I know that um, a lot of you lovely cues, and I love you all, I do love you all. Um, uh, uh, are looking at this from the whole um you know we've got to save the kids from the human traffickers and we do we do we do but this is this when when i say save our kids <laughs> i mean like from the stuff that is happening right under our noses which will cause the same amount of psychological damage as other as being abused in different ways so abuse regardless of how it comes has the same psychological damage now the difference is that they may not then experience the long-lasting physical um harm that may be different um but you can completely destroy a child's soul either by beating them by um raping them by torturing them or by psychologically damaging them by never even teaching them to love themselves it that it's all it's, it's just designed to destroy our children so that they can manipulate them um 
So I do hope that's helped, <laughs> it's opened some of your eyes with just how <clears throat> how clever it's been. It is clever. <laughs> I mean, bearing in mind, they've been doing it for hundreds of years, right? The, the plan's been very, very, very slowly in over the entire world and they'll test one thing in one country and it might not work so then they'll give it a few years and test it in another country and then it will work so then they bring it back this is why you see something happening in america and then all of a sudden it happens over here or something happens over here and then it will happen in australia or they try something over here and we reject it then a few years later they'll try it somewhere else um, and then it will come back is is if you in, if you control the entire world you can keep testing things and then when it's accepted you just do it on mass and then you push it and push it and push it and push it um but i hope it'll help you most importantly understand um the brainwashing from another perspective with regards to the young people um it's not just social media and it's not just the fake news it is categorically been designed and systematically implemented throughout every single minute from the age of two over here in the UK right this is you, you're thinking you might be thinking about you know well they hate conservatives um it goes very much deeper than that and a lot of the teachers don't even know so if there's any teachers who are watching this just be careful be mindful this is what's happening in your school um, this is why kids are terrified that the world's going to implode. Like this, pfft. there was a freaking ice age. Like we all learn about. I mean, I, I was going to say we all learn about dinosaurs, but I don't even know whether they're true anymore. Like anything that came out, came out and is still here. This is how I'm trying to discern everything from now on. <laughs> anything that came out in the last 250 years and is still a popular thing that is still happening. Um, I don't believe anymore because <laughs> um, things that are really important and really powerful has been scrubbed from our history. Anything that's going to support us has been scrubbed um, or hidden, right? Any, so I don't know whether dinosaurs are real. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. We'll find out. Somebody knows. Tell me, as in not you know. Somebody, give give me proof. Give me evidence. Let's see if we get declassified. Um, but you know the more i think about dinosaurs they don't make sense with everything else that i've learned i love dinosaurs as well um oh well um so just one of those other things that we've been lied to about who knows um so thank you guys for joining me like i say hit the um hit the like buttons hit the share buttons um thank you for joining me i look forward to seeing you again next week um do let me know um if there's something you want me to go through obviously with the purges right now we need to be careful uh, about what we're talking about um but there will be ways that we can go through things i'm hoping to get my computer fixed and when my computer's fixed i can go through things where i'm sharing videos but i'm quite conscious of um, the fact that the sound is terrible um Right, um, I am off to do a little bit more work and then it's Saturday, so I will be having a very large glass of red wine. Have an amazing weekend and I'll see you all soon. Bye.